Hello, Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell listeners. Why are so many dogs suffering from health issues? Actress Katherine Heigl, who's helped save over 16,000 dogs through her foundation, said she's seeing more issues with dogs' joints, odors, and health than ever before. And after doing a ton of research, she feels there's one place we can look to improve any dog's health. Their food! What she discovered is that the way many dog foods are made can actually create toxins that could be wrecking our dog's health. And this is true even for many premium brands. Fortunately, she found that just by adding a few special superfoods to her dog's food, she saw huge transformations in their health. She's made a 20-minute video explaining step-by-step how anyone can do the same thing to see incredible changes in their dog's health. This worked amazingly for our dogs Shazam, Astro, and Brandy. We are noticing more energy, healthier skin and coat, just looking and acting younger. They love it. If you want to keep your dog healthy and happy, go to BadlandsFood.com forward slash Jimmy and Ron and watch Catherine's video right now. Again, that's B-A-D-L-A-N-D-S-F-O-O-D.com forward slash Jimmy and Ron. The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, bringing you the good times in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. What's up, everybody? Happy Wednesday. We got a fun show for you guys today. Before we get started, let me introduce you to my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. We go and buy new equipment last week so that this week we won't have a problem. He starts in with me already. Nasty, mean, vicious, evil. You think he's so cute, this Jimmy Starr. Oh, he's so sweet. Phony, 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 phony. He's mean, mean to me. Why must you be? Anyway, he yelled at me and he said, you know I get nervous before every show. Because of the equipment. After all these years. He he said because of the equipment. Yeah, because ITV, now I have a second laptop, the crappy laptop that we didn't have working right last week that we had to go get a new one for. and And when I tried to hit ITV, it says service is temporarily unavailable, playback not supported. So now I can't see myself. That's a plus. But anyway. I can't see you either. That's a better bigger plus. <laughs> um, last week. Hang on. we got to finish like uh, introductions. Before no, I'm not introducing anybody. He, yeah. he, he was evil to me last week. He accused me of doing something I didn't do. And when he found out I didn't do it, he had to apologize. And that was very hard for him to no, apologize. I, I have to apologize all the time. That's no biggie. He's a mean, mean man, folks. Don't let him fool you. Actually, they, everybody in the chat room saying the video is much more high. It's high def now. It looks better. Because I 
fixed everything. You see, I went in on the new computer and I adjusted all the lighting and I adjusted the whatever, all that other shit they have, all those friggin' little thousands of things you got to make the arrow move. And look how clear. Now you can also, see how we're not old on a and ugly we are. We're also not on a 10-year-old computer. <laughs> no, we're not. We're on a new computer, brand new, that he yelled at me all the time. Anyway, did you know last week he yelled at me also? He said, you went around and you fucked up the wires. You moved the wires. You and the dog, you had to fix up the wires. I said, I didn't do anything, Jimmy. I just say, oh, no, 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 no. Then he found out that it was the plug that was loose. That's why we had to buy a new computer. Because, anyway, let's say hi no, to no, 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 no. I want the audience to hate you. I know. But I want everybody out happen. there to hate him. It'll never happen. You have to feel sorry for me. Oh, I am the, yeah. I am the victim. <laughs> You're such a victim. They're laughing. <laughs> All right. I'll be nice, Drew. Anyway. We I first... have to kiss him now because I busted his chops. He's Give me fine. a kiss. All right. Him. Let's go. All right. So now we want to say hi to the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. What's going on, fellas? You are looking very clear today. Nice job, Ron. Thank you. Very sharp. How, how many bags and wrinkles and lines do I have? Yeah, you can see more of that. And you need to lay off Jimmy Starr, you know? He he cares about the technical side as well as the... He doesn't uh, know his ass from his elbow, Chad. That's okay. And every that's time, why he's nervous. Every time, my ass. Every, okay, yeah, that's it. Every, every, time, every time something goes wrong, it's my fault. Well, I mean, it's the not car. Your, we're happy wait, that... Wait, wait, wait. The car. The one that his father gave him when his father died. Yeah. Somebody went and did something underneath on the right side. It cost us like $1,700 to have whatever it was fixed underneath the wheel. He said, you did it. You did it when you hit the curb. I said, Jimmy, I hit the curb with the left wheel, not the right wheel. I know, but remember when we were coming up from Florida and we went over that big curb? Yeah, you did that. Oh, that was me? Yeah, oh, that was I'm the you. One who did it. Then I'm the one who that did it. That was you. We were going in. <laughs> wow. Yeah, he, didn't, like he <laughs> didn't see a center island because he wouldn't let me drive. And, you know, 17 no, hours. No, I'm not talking about the one there. I'm talking about the one in Florida. I did the yeah, one in up Florida. in Pennsylvania. You do all of them, darling. <laughs> yeah, I do all of them. And he blames me. Little old me. I am the victim. Everybody out there, please send me money. All right. So, hey, Chad, Wait, how you doing? I no, money. come on. We, we no, I need, shut up. I need money so I can <laughs> escape. Yeah. <laughs> I need escape money. Chad, how you doing in Florida? What's your weather like? Uh, we're starting to, we're starting to warm up, but we got the clouds and we got the rain, so it's it's kind of like a mixed bag. But so I'd say hot, cloudy, and rainy. Yeah, that's how we were. That's how we were. Yeah. I did my gardening this morning. I've been gardening for three days now. You know, you have to be. Oh, I have to. A warning, everybody out there, serious now. No kidding around. There's a new tick that will cause a brain damage to you and cause you to shake in a couple of minutes after the tick bites. I forgot what it's called, but look it up and just do not go in the woods. And do, And if you do, wear tick shit all over, you know, spray yourself. So that the tick, tick stuff shit. <laughs> Tick well, protector, right? It's called tick, tick, dick, or dick, tick, what do I know? Anyway, I'm so worried because, you know, my daughter Deirdre, she said, Daddy, shave... Um, brandy down no i love brandy fluffy and, and long so we we flea bag her uh, flea bath her and spray and this morning i got um a big gallon of some stuff you connect to the hose but it's biodegradable and it won't hurt anybody because it's like homopathic or something uh, but it gets rid of ticks good and I, and i sprayed the woods and i sprayed the lawns and i sprayed our patio i sprayed everything boy you're scared of that tick 
I'm terrified of. We bed, have ticks bed, bad bed, here. Bed bugs and ticks. Gotcha. Literally, um, you can walk down the sidewalk here and ticks jump on you. Yeah, like, it's disgusting. We're in the woods, you know. We're like only like 20 right. feet from the woods. Gotcha. And, I, and I'm happy that the birds eat ticks. So they I keep tick shit. Laugh out loud. Okay. So hold on. Let's give us. <laughs> let's, let's say some hellos. So what's up, chat room? We've got uh, Zar Drew in the chat room. We've got Illy Roos from Estonia. We got Irish Ginger. From the Irish Ginger Show, Mondays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time. We've got, um, let's see who else is in this chat room. It's going so fast. Tristan from Australia, what's up? Um, He's asking if we have the Brazilian wandering spider. I have no idea if we have that or not. We don't need it. We don't need yeah, a we Brazilian don't, we spider. Things. We, we have enough more. shit here. Um, so I hate this friggin' woods. <clears throat> I saw some other people. Goddess, I think, is in the chat room. Um, anyway, everybody in the chat room, thanks so much for tuning in. We're going to have a lot of fun today. We have Pedro Miguel Ars coming on and Mark Holy. And in the meantime, lots of stories from Ron and I. Meanwhile, no matter when we lived in Florida, it was alligators. They were walking across the street. No bullshit. I was out backing my car out and I almost ran an alligator over because we lived in the, in the lakes area, the seven lakes area. And every development had a lake. It's normal. You know, they had to put a lake in. And the alligators come from the Everglades and they walk. They love to stroll on the streets. In Palm Springs, we had black widows. I mean, black widows are all over Palm Springs and you have to continuously keep spraying. Here in the Northeast, where we are, New Hope area, there's ticks and snakes and bad people and evil people and mean people and rotten people and horrible people. Did I say bad people? Yeah. <laughs> anyway... We've got to get out of here. We really have got to get out of here. Selling this house is a nightmare. Like I said, the builder's in competition with us, but the builder's not even selling them. You know, he's asking like 310000 for like our house, and we're selling it for two ninety five. so we're under market. But a lot of people want a brand new house. They don't want somebody else's shit. And I agree with that. I like a brand new house, too. This was a brand new house. Well, we have the nice lot. Oh, you and your lot, lot, twat, anyway. whatever. I mean, yeah, and that lot just goes so far. Nobody wants outdoors. The people in Pennsylvania, there's two things they don't do. Wash their hair or go outdoors. <laughs> they just don't. Everybody has dirty hair. <laughs> it's Pennsylvania. No, it's true. I don't know if it's the water, but my hair, I could wash it on Monday, and by Wednesday, it's all greasy and stuck together like, ugh. Also, we want to give a couple other shout-outs. I can't believe I forgot Iris from Germany. Iris, Iris, Hope2259 on Twitter. So sorry I forgot you, sweetie. We love you to death. And also give a shout-out to Stefan Daniel Bell and Tina in California. We hope everybody's having a good day and a lot of fun. And we got a big weekend planned. Hi, Tina. We have a big weekend planned. May I say hello to Stefan? Yes. Are you allowing me to have another minute? Yeah. And then you can have the rest of the show. You can say anything No, I don't want this show today. I'm not in the mood. You know, gardening made me very tired. Um, I planted all kinds of flowers and shit to make the house look pretty. You know, it looks like Hansel and Gretel's cottage now. I mean, when you go on the patio, you know gay people live here. Flowers for days, Mary. <laughs> And it's so faggy out there. I over-faggotized it. Did you say hi to Stefan? Say hi to him. I did, did say hi to Stefan. Oh, See like what a, I mean? He's a troublemaker. That was a roundabout way to no, say it. No, it was. And I said, may I have permission to say hello? But then you didn't say hello after Yes, that. I did say hello. Play it back. Okay. Did, I, did he chat? See what I mean? Being married to this son of a bitch <laughs> is like being married to Hitler. Moving on. I swear, Hitler would have been nicer. What, what Chad? <laughs> he said, moving on. 
<laughs> Chad. Way to go, Chad. Keep it moving. Keep it moving. I would love, love, love to do two hours of you and your girlfriend together. I would get such fun out of that. That sounds weird. <clears throat> you never argue or fight with your girlfriend. Do I? Uh, sure. Of course you do. <laughs> I heard you beat the shit out of her. Uh, that's not no. true. Yeah, I heard no, he gave her no black physical. eyes and he no broke physical. a collarbone. Broke that's not even like a joke about that, though, because people like, <laughs> think you're serious. I'm not no, a hitter. No, soft and sweet as can be. Right. I'm a lover, not a fighter. That's right. He's a lover. Not... What are you eating today? Because we never ask you anymore. Mm. You're always stuffing your face with something. I had a burrito, some... Ooh. I said a burrito, some nachos. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, oh. Just a little mix of everything today. Do you, eat, do you eat burritos and nachos or not? Absolutely. It's got to be organic, of course, but yeah, of course I do. So where do you get organic burritos? You make them. Um, I get the uh, the tortillas at Publix, which is weird. They have big, f- fat flour tortillas. Then I get, miss Publix. Then get most of the filling over there at Whole Foods. Oh, that's good. Okay. So I, got, I miss Publix. Dude, we don't have Publix. I got to go giant. like to three different we places. <clears throat> and everybody in Giant, all they have is pickles and sauerkraut and sauerbrot. And I suspect there's a lot sauerkraut. of Germans here. Well, Dutch, because, you know, it is where the farmers are. Everything is van this or van that. Van or van. All their names. Vons and, and they all Yeah, they're all big people. You know, very large people. The women are very large. Extremely <laughs> large. Like maybe 23 size dress, 28 all size right. dress. Big girls. And the men are large. The men are like giants. They look like, uh, you know, lawns or the Viking. These man. are your locals? We live right outside of New Hope in one of the most beautiful places on earth. And I mean that with my heart. If we could get the people out of here, every one of them, and bring in gay people, this would be paradise. Because the farms with the red barns and the silos and the rolling hills and the gorgeous trees, the lakes, I mean the streams, the, the stone homes that were built from the 17th century, you know, the history that's here is American history, the Revolutionary War. Yep. George Washington shit all over this place. Every place <laughs> you go, George Washington shit here or peed here or slept here or whatever or screwed somebody there. But anyway, it's all about Jefferson, George Washington, all of those guys. That's neat. And it's just a wonderful place. Washington Crossing is gorgeous and beautiful. It's on the Delaware River. And the houses there are still from the 17th century. So it's quite picturesque. Pennsylvania has got to be one of the most beautiful states in the United States. So there you go, folks. Help Jimmy and Ron get the folks out of town. But we could get these <laughs> these stupid, narrow-minded, homophobic, you know, trumpets out of town. We'd be okay. I see. All right. It's really beautiful here. Everywhere yeah. we go, it sounds beautiful. nice. It really is. You, everybody should go to Pen- Bucks County is the most beautiful part of Pennsylvania. It's where the affluent live. The farmers that live here own 100 acres, 200 acres, and they're gentlemen farmers. Hmm. Um, so it's really a, a lovely place to live, but not for gay people. It's not for gay people. And not for all. people in entertainment. <laughs> no, no, no. You have to be blonde, blue-eyed, and a last name like Van Dyke or Van Luce or Van Vangula, whatever. You can't be ethnic here. Italians don't work here. Blacks do not work here. Believe me, there's not a black to be sat, found in like 30-mile radius of where we live. Hispanic? Nah, you're not going to make it either. So, you know, gay, forget it. Ugh. I mean, They don't like us here. Oh, they just look at me with such vomit in their face. You got to see. That's because he strolls. He sachets down the walkway. Because I don't give a shit. You know, I, that's how I've walked all my life. 
well, I'm going to change walking because I live in this hideous place? No way. I am who I am. You know I had that big fight with the, the stupid hospital. It was so funny, though. He, like, walked in when it was cold, and he had his full-length mink jacket on, and that was freaking hilarious. Everybody in the grocery store was staring at him. It was like, it was like 10 out. degrees out. It was freezing. Right. First, of all, first of all, it's a full-length ermine coat that Jimmy gave me, worth about $35,000. It's a whose coat? It's Gautier. It's a Gautier coat. Okay, Jimmy got it years ago when he was really rich, and he never wore it. Truth of the matter is, his belly, he can't close it. <laughs> so he gave me this $35,000 Gautier coat. It's magnificent, and it's ermine, my friend. Not mink, ermine. Hmm. Beige ermine. These fucking people here never saw ermine. They thought I never it, saw they, it. They, thought it, they might have thought it had a goat coat on or, 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 thought, or something. Thought you were well, you Sasquatch know, or something. A mole coat, you know, for moles. And they were just looking at me like I was a freak. So I said to Jimmy, you know what's wrong with this picture? I should be in high heels <laughs> with this coat walking to the store. And I wanted to go home and get my high heels. But Jimmy talked me out of it because mm. I would have walked through. What is that store called? Giant. Giant in uh -huh. high heels and in that magnificent ermine coat. That really would have caused a sensation. So, they'd, have, they'd have called the police and said, I'm insane. So, Chad. You should still do that and get video next time. Yes, sir. I know it would be hilarious. Well, I may do it one day. You never know. I'll, I know. I'm I'll not playing that. get a lot of views on YouTube. Let's go ahead and call our first guest. Roger that. Yay. What's up? Hey, Morley's in the chat room. Hey, Morley, how you doing? Morley. Whatever happened to Morley? Morley wrote a new book on, with all his plays in it. It's on Amazon. Everybody should check it Good. out. Look up the Mo author, Morley, Morley got Schumer. married, and that was the end of the world. That's just because you're not on Twitter. <laughs> no. I thought maybe Morley had an accident, tripped and fell in, and he's gone forever. <laughs> no. We love Morley. He's awesome. And he's Hi, got Morley. A new book. So how's sex life going, Morley? Is it still as exciting? <laughs> <laughs> He's married now a couple of years, and you know, after two or three years, it gets to be a bore. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it's the same old shit. Ta 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 through your touch. Hey, hey, Pedro, hit the video, hit the video button. Pedro's going to agree with me. I believe I just did. Doing the entering thing, and. Oh, here we go. Hold on, it's coming. There we go. Hey, what's up? Hey, Pedro. How's the guy we have here? We have a split screen where I see half of your faces. Oh, that's not good. How come we're split? Oh, I don't know. I can see all of you. Who's on the other half? <laughs> I don't know. Well, there's a full face now. There you go. That's me. That's one and I'm a half faces. I'm the magnificent well, looking so one. We can see. There, there we go. <laughs> I'm the I'm the extremely handsome one. The excruciatingly handsome. Excruciatingly handsome. I like that. Just it hurts being good looking, doesn't it? Oh, it kills me. You know. <laughs> Listen, I hear these things. I don't we, know. We just came. You just came in on a conversation about doesn't sex if you're married after a couple of years get boring? I wouldn't know. You're not married. I'm not married. You're smart. <laughs> uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> I am. You just get that chocha whenever you can. It's you know whenever it's available. I like to uh, take full oh. advantage of. <laughs> <laughs> A little, a, a little chocho here, a little. So you know, which is it? Wait, bicho or chocho? Woman is chocha, right? Man chocha. Puerto, um, you're not Puerto Rican, are you? No, no, I'm from Nicaragua. And oh, Nicaragua. Yeah, did, my mom was Mexican, but I was born in Nicaragua. Did you know that we own half of Nicaragua? Do you? Yeah, you too, personally I, or America? This is a true story. My great uncle, who was an Italian, was a priest. 
and he went to Nicaragua to teach religion, and he owned a lot of property. Nice. He left the property to my grandmother, the, but the property in the Nicaragua airport, half of it's on the property. My father tried to get the money, but he couldn't because of Samosa. When Samosa was in power, they confiscated everything. So right. for 30-something years, my father, with even with Robert Kennedy, everybody was involved to get that property that we owned on Nic in Nicaragua uh, under the airport. This is on the level. And never could get it. Finally, when they threw Samosa out of the country and they killed, you know, got rid of Samosa and the Sandaniste, my father thought he might have a chance, but they it was less of a chance. Well, one of the attorneys, yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, one of the attorneys went down there. We never got him back. We never found him. And then my father was told, if you don't want your family harmed, we suggest that you drop all of this. But wow. you know that my father was a union delegate from Brooklyn. Gabish? Yeah. He doesn't yes. Oh, you know what that means? You know what that means, Yeah, right? well, I, I can imagine what it means. Oh. I mean, <laughs> so someone that you should means is take don't seriously. Fuck around with my father and his yeah. friends is what it means. Yeah. So now we had the wise guys in on it. They wanted to make a movie out of this, by the way, and I think we should really do it one day. And the wise guys were going to go down there, 10 or 20 of them, and teach these people a lesson. But it never Yeah, but there. there's 2 million of them. Oh, I know, I know. <laughs> But you know, but you know, t ten guys from Brooklyn—they forget. Yeah, you get ten guys from Brooklyn, and you, you know we've been at war since like war started. I know. So we've had maybe like five minutes of peace in the last like hundred no. years in Nicaragua. But I have all the papers that I—they came to me, of course, after my father died, and it's—it's I got to see that he, the papers of a riot. He owned ten goats, and where they have to give us ten goats. And certain things in the house that they willed, and the property lines. And sure enough, I looked at it, and half of it is property underneath the Nicaragua. Well, the house that like, my, my you know grandfather's like house. Go fuck yourself is what it's saying. Yeah, is that what it says? Is that like the translation? English, go fuck yourself. You're never getting this <laughs> In English, they did it. Nice. Yes. Put it in a picture frame and hang it in your den. Hang on, hang yeah. on, though, you guys, because we have like people don't even know who we're talking to. We're talking to a great guy. I love I know, him already. We, I know, but we haven't nobody. We haven't introduced him. So, how do I pronounce your last name? Is it Arce? Arce. Arce. Okay. Arce. All right. So we're gonna do like a, a, an official like welcoming it's you Ped in now. Pedro Miguel. Ped well, I'm gonna say Pedro like an American. Miguel Pedro Arce. Miguel Arce. There you go. Okay. All right, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. That's yeah. me. The incredibly talented my buddy already. Pedro Miguel Arce. Hello and welcome to the show. Hello, hello. Thank you guys for having me. Before we get started, let me introduce you. I think it's going to be nice. You're, you're a really nice guy and you're good and you're funny. I, I think I, I try. I try. I think you're going to be a good interview. So hold on. So who are we going to introduce everybody? This is our cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Yes, Ron Russell. Yes, yes. <laughs> then we got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Hey, Pedro. Welcome, sir. Chad. Welcome. Thank you, thank you. Glad we could connect. We have a chat room full of people. Say hello to everybody in the chat room. What's up, homies in the chat room? What's going on? Yo, I say hi, goddess. It's about time you got here. Hi, goddess. It's about time oh, you got yes. here. Goddess. Yes, goddess just got here. She says, sorry, I'm late. Hey, everybody, nah. goddess is in the chat room. Good to see goddess. Well, once again, I'm like seeing. Is there a way to change this so I see more of you guys? Um God, I don't know it? how you can. I don't know how you can do that because we've never had that problem before. So maybe, I'm not maybe, sure. Maybe double click on their on their picture, see what happens. Double click on our picture and see what or happens. Or it might be on automatic. The new computer. 
could be on auto auto. I don't know. Chad, do you see all I can of move us? you guys around, which is kind of. Oh. I can move the screen. <laughs> yeah, no. there you go. Now you guys look good. It's like 360. It's two old fucks. What do you want to see? <laughs> there we go. Okay, so now I got you guys full screen and me in a little corner over here. Goddess, goddess. I also is what is she's Latin? What kind of Latin is goddess? Goddess, what kind of Spanish? Yeah, she's Spanish. Goddess. Lisa Ingelchin. That doesn't matter. Her mother, father could have been the English. I don't know. We'll go back to that later. Let's go back to Pedro. What, so first of all, so first of all, like, why are you? Do you live in Canada? Because you're calling us from Canada. I'm in Toronto right now. I've uh, split my time between Los Angeles and um, Toronto, uh, and I've been in Toronto for about a year now. Um, been back here for about a year, year and a half, and um, I kind of like to go back and forth. I like to avoid the winters. When possible. Absolutely, dude. It's freezing in Toronto. It's pretty cold. It's pretty cold today. You guys are in Miami, right? No, no. Our station is in Fort Lauderdale, but we're in Philadelphia. Well, near Philadelphia. We're in Bucks County, Pennsylvania. So it's cold here, too. And we're going back to California as soon as we can. And we're trying to sell this dump we live in to go to California. It's a dump. It's a nice I know, but you always call it a dump. I can call it a dump because I'm a joke. You're not. (laughs) If you say dump, then people are going to believe you. No, it's not a dump. I think it's beautiful, so... But yes, anyway, it's yes. freezing here. I'm from Florida, and it's freezing here, and I can't stand the cold weather. I'm and you're a lot colder for you than it, in Canada than it is here. Yeah, we went from uh, – and I went from uh, Nicaragua. From leaving Nicaragua, lived in Mexico for a little while. I ended up in Miami before coming to Toronto. That's where I was born, Miami. Yeah, yeah loved it out there. I mean, the weather was nice when it wasn't raining. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and alligators. So alligators, everybody – uh, before we get started, first of all, you guys, this is Pedro Miguel Arce. You can follow him on Twitter. It's at Pedro Miguel Arce, P-E-D-R-O-M-I-G-U-E-L-A-R-C-E. He's also got a cool – actually, I want to say you have one of the coolest websites I've ever seen. Uh, I, okay. I think you have two of them, but I only wrote down funwithpedro.com. But you guys got to check it out because his website is like a comic book. Yes. Yes, that's is- the, look, the look I was uh, designed it for. And I wanted it to be fun and with Pedro. It is so, it hence is, the name <laughs> with Pedro.com. And you guys, I'm not kidding you. You know, like we have two guests a week, and I go to websites of every guest that comes on. And in, in the 600 or 700 guests we've had, I've never seen a website that is so dope like this. He's got videos in Don't embedded. say that. So, so dope. cool. And he doesn't Can't, like that word. No, dope. no, because they think people misunderstand and they say, Oh, he sells dope? No. It's a really cool website. Not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> yeah, well, I wasn't. They didn't have to do that anymore. <laughs> Pedro, you're too bad. So it's fun with Pedro.com, you guys, and you have to see it because Pedro is a, uh, a pretty well-established actor who's been in some of the coolest shit you will ever see, and he's uh, also like up and coming because his titles and things that he's getting and get, keeps getting better all the time. And uh, number one, I want to tell you, like, because uh, I love True Detective. We had uh, John Lindstrom is a good friend of ours, and I don't know what season he, he was in. I don't know if he was in your season or not. He's in about six episodes of it, I think. And uh, he would know John Lindstrom. Have you ever heard, did you ever meet John Lindstrom? I did not. I did not. All of um, all of my scenes were with uh, Vince Vaughn, so I didn't really get a chance to work with any of the other people in there. So you didn't. So, get, uh, well, anyway, he's a badass, really cool dude, and he's been. Yeah. He's like you. He's got a great resume, just like you do, and a lot of really cool, some indie stuff and some really big mainstream popular stuff. But he's really cool, and uh, and that was like kind of like because I was looking at, at different movies he was in, and that's kind of how I came across your name in the first place. Oh, nice. Uh, this guy would be like a cool guy. And then when I started, because the movie you did uh, uh, with Eric Bana, what's it called? The dis- the correspondence. That was a special correspondence. Yeah, like that shit is dope, dude. That was you were hilarious. Yeah, what's and- the dope? <laughs> 
That's a terrible expression. A very hilarious movie, though. And how I want to sound cool. That's not cool. Uh, That's stupid. Okay, well, either way, I I know he thinks I'm too old because I am old. Not even old. The word dope does not translate into good. It does to anybody under 50. Well, because, you know, you know who it translates to? People that are in the 10 step program. (laughs) (laughs) 10 step is a cha cha. That's a ten step. So you guys, Pedro has a great, a great scene in this film. You guys have to see it. It's on. I, I don't know if it's on Netflix or is it on Netflix? Special it's a Netflix Netflix? original. Yes. Okay, it yes, is on yes, Netflix because yes. it's made for Netflix. I never remember where I see these things, and I he's got a great scene, and he's actually uh, in it with Ricky Gervais. And Ricky Gervais, was he a cool guy? He was awesome. He was awesome. He's uh, he directing it as well. He wrote it. And uh, even from the audition, uh, the callback that I had for it, he just picked up the script and he's like, you know what, let's play. And he just came around the other side of the table and we were doing the scene uh, together as he was like acting, you know, he was a director at this point because he was supposed to be behind the table doing the audition. And then he just came up and we played. And about a week later, we were on set playing uh, for real. Dude, that is like, because he's like Hollywood royalty. I mean, he's like. What was Vaughn like? I know a well, lot about Vaughn because Vince I can Huh? Vince Vaughn. Vince, because yeah. I can't say how I know a lot about him because I'll get somebody in trouble. Okay. <laughs> but I know every move he makes in his private. Nice. I, I, I believe that. I, well, I think he's a really nice guy. He was amazing on set, and he was amazing to work with, and I had a great time working with him. So there's, uh, there's nothing I could say that would get him in trouble. Yeah, I could. Yeah. <laughs> love him, though. He's great. But I, mean, I won't. I love him on the screen. Off the screen... Working for him's not such a pleasure, I hear. But anyway, yeah, well, some working people. Working with him was pretty nice. He was he was well, nice yeah. on set. When we were that's, that's not working for him. <laughs> yes, yes, we're working together. I guess. Yes, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. You know, when you work together, you're both getting paid independently by somebody else. But when you work for him, you're getting paid by him, and it's a little bit of El Cheapo. Oh yeah. I can't say anymore. Oh. I don't, I don't think that person is with them anymore. I don't care. You still can't. You I know quiet. because of that quiet act. That whatever. Thing. I gotta love it though. So okay, so so uh, another thing that I like a lot, and he, we had last year we had Doug Jones on, who was in the strange. Yes. Yes. Doug Jones is badass. You remember Doug Jones because he's the guy in what's the witch movie you like? Oh yeah, I, I, no, no, the witch movie that you like. He plays the he's in the witch movie that you like. He's the zombie in the thing. Uh, I know who Hocus he is. Pocus. Yeah, no, it's Hocus Pocus. Yeah, that, was that, he in Hocus Pocus? Yeah, he's the guy that had his mouth sewn up. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's the guy who has his mouth sewn he, up in Hocus Pocus. They put Pocus. a spell on him and he couldn't talk, and then he became the cat when he died. Or maybe okay. we had somebody else on that was him. I, I know, I'm pretty sure. It was, anyway, he was great. Like the show got a lot of hits because he's, you know, he's an icon. He's in so many oh, cool things. Yes. And we had him really on the nice show, and it was a lot really of fun. And the strain. I mean, one thing I think is so cool about your whole career is that you got everything going on. You got comedy going on. You got mad horror stuff going on i mean the strain that's like that's like is wild i mean that's just really wild yeah that was uh, that was up there as one of my favorite projects to do i had a lot of fun working on that uh the characters were great i had a lot of chance to do some you know a little bit of comedy and you know whenever you get a chance to do comedy in a horror it's always fun because you you know you kind of take people out of that and then next thing you know they're scared which is kind of which is kind of cool and i got like a you know a little scene where i got to scare people I want to thank you for your lighting. Oh, You're well lit. God. Some people yes. come on this show, they look like they're in the shadow. I actually practiced a little this morning talking to myself in the light. camera. <laughs> everybody, everybody should be lit like you. 
All right, so, so actually, I, when I grab a, like, you know, had a little bit of lighting, I do a lot of self-tapes, sending down whether I'm in L.A., sending them here or here or there. So have a little, um, you know, try to see where, oh, where the best side like comes from. So you do, person. like, a lot of auditions, like, from home where you just send in the video? It, it's kind of the way that it's going now. A lot of people are, like, because, you know, casting is done all over the world now. Hollywood is not, you know, just in L.A., anymore right there's a lot of uh, people people are being seen from all over the world and it opens up there's a lot more competition um out there which is good because you get to see a lot more people but it's you know not so great when you know you're competing with people all over the world yeah but dude there's like actually nobody like you first of all because you're like a big dude and like so i was like googling you to see like all the different before i even invited you to come on the show i was like okay let's see because i haven't seen i've only seen some of the strain i've seen some of the really big things you've done and then I uh, Googled you, and then I watched your reel online because you have a reel online, which is yes. old. It's like, but but basically, like you're like a karate dude, like that's that's where it all started. Uh, I used to play football. I played football um, in university up here in Toronto, University of Toronto, uh, and uh, I decided to take martial arts for a while, which I did as a kid, and I just went revisit martial arts. Uh, studied uh, Jeet Kune Do under uh, Peter Chisikos in order to help my football and i just fell in love with the martial arts and i just kind of stopped playing football and the martial arts kind of led into um working in film and then i fell in love with that and it was like okay this is just what i want to do for and the fact and ever i mean the fact though that you're also funny at it because like because i because there's all kinds of clips online if you google your name on youtube like if you in like fight scenes like kicking the shit out of all kinds of people it's really cool yeah. <laughs> i try i try now are you going to be involved with the strike the strike. The strike, the no, strike no, having, is not. No, we're doing a new strike. What strike yeah. is that? Well, Angelina Jolie gets eighteen million dollars for a film, and if you're in the film and you're a third lead character, you get about a hundred and fifty. <laughs> now that's okay. not really quite fair, is it? So now Hollywood and all the actors, is, and these are actors that have credits up the ass. I mean, they're like fabulous actors, and they're making shit, but yet. Brad Pitt and the rest of them are all in the mega mega millions. So now what they're trying to do is to get the union to say, okay, there's a cutoff. Angie ain't worth eight million. And I love her. I mean, I know her personally. So I'm not talking 18. bad about Angie. Eighteen million. She's not worth eighteen million. No one is worth eighteen million. I know what it's like because I'm an actor. My last salary was a hundred a day for a shitty <laughs> crappy indie film. Indie film I did for a friend. How embarrassing is a hundred a day? And now I find out that people like I don't know about I, I won't use names, but good friends of mine who have been around for 30, 40 years as character actors, some of them are working for a hundred a day. I mean, what's going on with the unions? What's going on with Hollywood? So now everybody's getting really pissed off about it. And they said, a flower is beautiful only when it grows in soil. But if you get rid of the soil, the flower will wilt and die. So these big stars that are demanding You're the soil, salary, in case you didn't figure Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, I'll figure that. I was like, a little bit of soil, maybe a no, little bit more no, thrown in there. Wait, stop it, stop it. This is very that serious. That was hilarious. This is what the union, this is the phrase they used. It, it, when I read the article, they said that the... the all we actors are the soil, and for those few roses that grow, because we make them grow. Angelina Jolie, the only thing she could do alone without anybody else is strip. <laughs> and sit there shaking her tits and opening her legs and saying hi, because that's all she can do. However, 
However, people, we like people will pay to watch that. I know. That. <laughs> yeah. But my, you know, point, I, my... I, I couldn't walk into a room and strip and have people come on and start paying for one. I can't really dance that well. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the only reason why they wouldn't pay. <laughs> but the point I'm making is without we actors, the stars really don't stand a chance. So we have got to come to some kind of a salary. That is good for everybody. And the unions now have to do that. They have to give more money to the supporting players and less money to the stars. They don't need to be worth $40 million, $100 million. They don't need to have that kind of money. What are they? They're stupid shit that, that for some reason got lucky and became a superstar because why? The public made them that. Okay? They're not God. They're not a, I mean, they're, they're nothing. The actors like us. Well, what words, makes you different from from Brad Pitt? Blonde hair. Well, I'm going to tell you what makes me different from Brad Pitt right now. You can put Brad Pitt's name on a poster and he will sell movies. You put my name on a poster, people might Google to see who I am you know at that. this point. Right? <laughs> but is it worth $21 million of, of, the, of the budget of the film? Now, when a salary is higher than the budget of the film, you're in trouble. Because the budget then is lower. To do a decent film today, what is it, 40, 60, 80 million dollars? Well, yes. 20 million goes to the star. So, it, anyway, this is politics. It's Hollywood bullshit. You're going to hear more. It was about all over it. Facebook. So, Ron's, Ron loves Facebook. No, I don't love Facebook. I hate Facebook, but every now and then Facebook does something intelligent. But Besides and, and, and tell actor, you to pray for somebody. And the or actor whatever. that was bringing it up. <laughs> Peter Coyote, who is a very well good character actor, who's been in zillions of things since I was a little kid. And Peter and Coyote, he's just like saying how basically, like you know, it's hard to make a living when like you've been doing. And it your I whole would life rather see Peter money. Coyote in a film than Brad Pitt. Why? Peter can act. <laughs> Brad Pitt stinks. He can't act. You know, he's so plastic. He, he, he can't say that because he's an actor. He he's can't. Like but I, well, I could work with Brad Pitt. I told him to his fucking face. You, you're shit. <laughs> You, you can't and then you get $100 a day for saying that to yeah. him, right? <laughs> You're right. You know? Absolutely. Totally. They but I, I think he said he was the soil with a little manure. Yeah, I was like... <laughs> well, we all, we all <laughs> are the soil. Two minutes ago, I was like horse oh. dung. And, uh, like, you know, and I never took, to make flowers grow. I, I never took my film work seriously because I was on television a lot. I did a lot of TV. But mostly what I did was nightclub work. I was a stand-up comic in drag, dressed as Jane Russell. Okay. okay? Figure that one out. And I could look like her. Believe me, I did a good job. I loved that work because it was real disguise, going into a totally different person, a woman. And I got away with murder as a woman. I could say whatever I wanted about men, insulting them, which the audience loves to put men down, not women. Right. I did it for 44 years. So, I mean, I'm in the business now 57 years, and I've watched my, my first movie, I $35 a day. Could you believe that? And that was well, what you've almost doubled your. <laughs> uh, you yeah, years to double 15 it. years to, to double it. <laughs> now, that's progress, my friend. And that movie was with Sophia Loren and Tab Hunter. So, do you, do you but, have. But a... back in those days, extras got 35 bucks a day. That was the union go. Do you get. Uh... Do you like? Do you have a, a really good agent, or how do you find out about it? Are you like a hustler, and you're out like hustling, looking for all the different? I mean, I, 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 I am not a hustler. I haven't been, and I know friends that are, 
and uh, I have an agent who hustles, and okay. um, I, I'm not that that much of a of a hustler. I, I really wish I was. I might be further along in my career, but I, I'd like to let my work kind of talk for me and let my agent talk for my you know about my work. Actually, and, like, uh, you know, you would get stuff just on your personality. Like if people actually. Anybody who had never met you, if you were like hustling and, and calling, you know, I think that you would get hired like immediately because, dude, you're like a friendly, like likable guy. Like as soon as you came on, we were like, oh, my God. Yeah, you know? I liked Sometimes right people away. come on and you're like, oh, my God, I made a mistake. No, there's going to be a, a long interview. No, <laughs> you know, I had a show in California where I a TV show on Time Warner where I interviewed all the great celebrities of yesteryear. And I interviewed Cliff Robertson, Academy Award winner, great actor. I wanted to commit Harry Carey in four minutes. <laughs> I asked Cliff a question. Uh, yeah, uh-huh, mm-hmm. Uh, nothing did I get out of him. So you know what I said to him? I heard you. It's a bitch. <laughs> did he agree? <laughs> and he said to me, no, she's not. I said, yeah, I heard she's a bitch. I said, she always plays evil bitches in the movie. He said, well, it's called acting. So I got him to talk. But look what nice. I had to do. I had to electrocute him. Yeah, it's a little bit. Well, sometimes you need to do that. Oh, some of these stars. I mean, I've interviewed all the greatest stars of Hollywood, from Jane Russell, my buddy, all the way up to uh, who I'm doing now. My friend. If she doesn't lose oh, her you're mind. you're going to be doing Patty LaBelle. No, not Patty. We've been doing Patty, too. But, uh, oh, Jesus. Hello, Dolly. Oh, I don't know who that is. Whoever the star of Broadway, <laughs> Dolly. What's it's wrong? It's not my me? generation. That's his. That's it's him. my mind. Carol Channing. Okay. So, wait, so, let's go back to you. So, first of all, because you have a movie that I've never heard about, and the only reason I saw it on your IMDb, and I'm friends with Kyle Schmidt. Uh, so, like, what, is Three Inches any good? It's about a, like, hockey player who becomes a serial killer or something, or an assassin? Because he's got three inches. Well, we got <laughs> <laughs> three Inches is a, a different... The, the movie that you're describing is First Round Down, where the hockey player becomes an assassin. Three Inches was actually supposed to be uh, it's a TV movie, where everybody has weird superpowers, and one of the, the lead superpowers, he can move anything that he wants, but he can only move it for three inches. <laughs> so he becomes really good at picking locks, essentially. <laughs> uh, so every, all the other characters have like some weird, pretty useless superpower. Like There's a guy that can see into the future, but only for five seconds, 20 seconds from now. So he can tell you what's going to happen 20 seconds from now, but only for five seconds. So you don't have much time to prepare for anything. Someone else's power is that they stink. They, their pores open up and they, they're like what a skunk that? person. That's so, not um, There's a movie called um, something with Kurt Russell. And he plays Captain Power or something. And his son goes to the university, but he doesn't have any powers. And then all the people, like one of the kids turns into a worm. And one of the kids like glows in the dark. Right, 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 like, right. Kind of right, like that. Right. Yeah, like <laughs> superhero high or something yeah, like that. Yeah, something like that. Like... I love those. I love those dumbs. I love anything superhero. So like I'm like a superhero. Yeah, but the junkie. guy with the three inches, he's the one that's oh, that... the lead of the movie because they titled it Three Inches. To yeah, upset no, I mean, people. That, that, was, that, that was his power, not his description. No, but, but, <laughs> but, but, but we don't know that. The title of the movie is Three Inches. Yes. So, so what um, do people think, right? Every woman that's got a husband with three inches, she thought they were talking about her husband. Well, now he's a superhero. 
yeah. TV. Because but it's every, a really hard three inches, well, Ron. Everything, <laughs> but he can only do it from three inches, so that's really hard. So he can only penetrate three inches because he can't penetrate any that's more funny. than that. So here's what I want to do real quick. I'm just going to run off a couple of quick uh, uh, things if people haven't seen you so, so, uh, so people can check out some of these things. But you guys can see Pedro, Miguel, Arce, and special correspondents. First round down, then. That's the one I probably want to see with Kyle Schmidt. Is that the one about the, the hockey player who becomes like an assassin or something? Yes. Yes, he becomes an assassin for the mob. Yeah, that sounds good. I, I like those kinds. There's of actually it, it, no it's, such thing as the mob. You know that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Um, There's no such thing as the mafia. That's all. You know. No, is it all? It's all fake. Well, news. there is on you know. Fake. There's on TV. They're like the Jedi. Yeah. No. Like the Jedi. Like the Jedi. So you also got him first round down. I'm. Is that? Can we see that someplace? Is that like on like any? It's doing the festival round right now, and it's having it. It's uh, a Toronto premiere this weekend, actually, cool. and um, and then I don't know what kind of distribution it's going to be getting. Um, I don't know if it's going to be going like the Netflix route or if it's going to be doing theatrical run. That's cool. But, though. Okay, I want to see that one. Then you guys can see him in True Detective. He's in season two, right? Season two. Correct. Season the two. Train, you guys, which is a great. The Mortal Instruments, City of Bones. I was so bummed that that movie didn't do better because, like, I actually liked it. I thought it was okay. Yeah. Yeah, okay, me too. Ago. They were supposed to do them all, all movies. Now there's a TV yeah. show. Um, then you got uh, Kill Speed with uh, Andrew Keegan, Nick Carter, Greg Gunberg, Tom Arnold, and Goldberg. Like, Nick Carter's coming on the show. I like him. I'm a, I'm yeah. a Backstreet Boys fan. Nice, um, nice. Three Inches. Uh, you guys have seen him on uh, Flashpoint, Warehouse 13, Las Vegas, How I Met Your Mo Mother, CSI Miami, Mutant X, Are We Done Yet? The movie with uh, that's a uh, what's name? Ice Cube, right? Ice Cube, yes, yes. Get, get Rich or Die Trying. We had Three Six Mafia on, like oh uh, yeah. Back in the day. Such thing as the Mafia. Stop. No, Three Six Mafia is a is a rap group. You weren't on the show then. They should never you. have had that name. There's no such thing. Okay, Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen. I love that one. True Blue. Um, so like you have, and I left a lot of stuff out, but like you have a lot of really cool credits. So like, what's what's some of the favorite ones of all the different things you've done? Um, Land of the Dead, which you didn't mention, the George oh, Romero zombie you film. You play Pud Putty Pudgy or Pillsbury. Pillsbury, I Pillsbury. knew that. Okay. Yes, yes, that I had a lot of fun in. Another one that was on there that um, you mentioned was uh, Kidnap Capital, uh, which is about migrants coming into the U.S. and getting kidnapped and sold back to their families. And this is like a very important dramatic. <laughs> I love that you're laughing. At it. it's like, I want to go in that business. <laughs> yeah, and it's like I the whole. Sell Jimmy. <laughs> and it's called Kit. Is that one out that we can see it? Yeah, it's actually it should be out soon. They're finalizing the deals, and uh, once again, I think it's going to be going the the Netflix route. Okay, so we're hoping to see. I their, love Netflix. You know, now listen, amazing. you should be getting a lot of work, and I'll tell you how. The union now has got to have X amount of old bags in a film, seventy five plus. I'm seventy seven. I'll be next week, two weeks, three weeks. So I. And I'm gay. He doesn't so, totally know what so he's talking about. So wait a minute. <laughs> so if you're gay, they have to put a fairy in the movie. And they have to put an old bag in the movie. So I have two reasons to get into a movie. You get in because you're Hispanic and you're chubby. Because they have to have chubbies and Hispanics. <laughs> okay? Now, if you tell them you're gay, then you have three. If you tell them <laughs> that you're a murderer or a dope dealer, then you have four. I think I already said I was a dope dealer earlier. Today. <laughs> no, we're not going to say that. Gonna, there's no such thing. That's, Which that's I'm not. not I'd like to add a disclaimer there that I am not. Yeah, you're I've not. Because they'll, <laughs> they'll, 
Anyway, so that's how you get into films now. You tell your agent to say Just that get you the boxes are his- checked. Yeah, you're Hispanic, and they have to have a Hispanic in a movie. So therefore, you go in for that. I'm going in for over seventy-five. I have a movie coming up. By the way, no, seventy-five. I read seventy-five. Okay, but that's not correct. (laughs) I read over seventy-five. You have to be. They need ancient old bags in there. You know what the reason? Wait, wait. Hang on, hang on. on. The reasoning for the over seventy-five is because we have veteran actors from the 40s that are over 75 and they can still act but anyway the, the actual rule is not what he's saying it is, it the, is. the actual it is not it is the rule is <laughs> get a discount from sag if you include people from all these things otherwise you right. pay a lot of money but it's not a for sure it's kind of like tax breaks type thing right. if you want to be a part but, of it you gotta pay, if you want to pay the full price you don't have to have anybody but in you it have you to want. be politically correct you can no longer just have blue-eyed blonde skinny people who are straight because that's not the world we're married by the way in case you didn't know <laughs> that's so I, I i did know it and it shows even if i didn't like i watched right, a couple right. of the shows that's- before in preparation but <laughs> The percentage of the world look like Grace Kelly and Doris Day. The majority of the world look like you and I and Jimmy. I mean, please. So when people great, we're fabulous. Yeah, I'm I'm not complaining about that at all. (laughs) When people go to the movies, they want to identify with themselves. And if you're not blonde, blue-eyed, and you weigh two pounds, you can't identify. That's why gay people are upset. We go to the movies, and all the fucking stories are about you neurotic straight people and how insane you are. <laughs> how you kill each other off. And if off. there's a gay character, we're the murderer. No. No, <laughs> no. If there's a gay character, we wind up in drag, speared to death. We're always getting killed. <laughs> we're always getting killed. So who's your... Okay, first of all, because you have a bunch of projects coming up. Look yes. like it. It's not IMDb. So, like, what are some you want to like give a pitch to anything coming up? Um, you well, you already uh, the first rundown is the one that's uh, that's just coming out. Like, at least in in Toronto, it's coming out this weekend, which you already mentioned. Uh, I got another thing coming out called uh, Becoming Burlesque. I kind of did a um, little cameo in it, uh, just like a, a short scene on it. But uh, it's a friend of mine that's directing it, uh, Jackie English, and it's about a girl coming into her own as a burlesque dancer. Oh, cool. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. And um, uh, Pastel Supernova did all the dance choreography on it, and I was just sitting there watching them do their stuff, and it's like, okay, this is going to be great. I only saw what they shot the one day, and just the dancing and some of the jokes that they had going on. I'm like, okay, this is great. Got to be a little, you know, part of, even if it's just a little bit. Um, but yeah, there, there's, there's that, uh, couple of TV shows that I've done that, um, can't really talk about cause I signed a piece of paper on yeah. my iPad <laughs> that's saying I can't say anything. Okay. But you know, there's, so we'll there's, have there's you come back things. when all that stuff comes out. We'll just have you come back again. Yes, everybody, yes, uh, everybody in the chat room is like loving you anyway. So, okay. So let's say if you had a bucket list and you could have been in any movie that's ever been made before, if you would have been one of the main characters, like what movie would you have liked to have been in? As soon as you started saying that, Scarface jumped in my head. <laughs> wow, that's a rough movie. Yes, yeah. He was brilliant in that. He film. was brilliant. We actually oh had a God. discussion about him saying he's like <clears throat> one of the most famous Hispanic characters is played by an Italian. That's right. Yeah. Well, what's right? the difference? We're all Latin. I'm Italian. Yes, true. I'm Italian. But, I'm a, but, you know, he's a Latino. 
just like you. What, you're any different than me? We're Latin. But we're Latin American. You guys, you know, it's cool. It was cool to yeah. be Italian back, you know, then. Now, you know, it wasn't so cool to be Latin American. They want to build a wall to keep us out of there, right? Well, <laughs> they tried, and then the, the make-believe mafia fixed their asses good. <laughs> there is no mafia. Remember, there's no mafia. I, I keep hearing that. If, okay, it, if so, it wasn't for the make-believe mafia, the Italians never would have got a break. That so, was the black hand, then it became the mafia. And the Italians said, okay, you German, Irish, whatever you are, people, you're not going to put us down and treat us like in, shit. Everybody in the chat room saying they love the bathroom scene in, in And just like Hispanic people and black people, you know, you had to fight and revolt and say, no, we're not, we're not shit. We're just foreign. You know, yes. but the Americans that were here treated everybody. I mean, I remember... When Puerto Ricans first started to come to New York City, oh my God, get those spicks out of here. We don't want them. They're half breeds. They're shit. They're this. I went to high school with all Puerto Rican. I love Puerto Rican people. My best friend, Manny Rivera. Are you kidding? I got so many Puerto Rican friends to this day. I go to their weddings. I was the best man in one of their weddings. I went out with this girl, Gloria Hermandez, when I was 19. What that was before he figured out he liked cock better. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's disgusting, you faggot. That's all you faggots think of is cock. Oh, I hate pigs. Yeah, but he thought it was funny. I, well, yeah, <laughs> he's straight. Straight people, that's what straight people think about us. I Just hate... laugh when we're uncomfortable. Is that yeah. it? Like... <laughs> I really, I really, I really hate pigs. <laughs> yeah. I, I think pigs should be like put on another island. I would like to live there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's. Okay, so Scarface is the movie. Who's your bucket list male and female actor that you'd be like if you could be like a co-star with? Who do you want to? Who do you want to work with? I would say um, Bobby De Niro and uh, Emma Stone. Okay, Emma, Emma Stone. Stone. That's strange. Yeah, that is, it's just got this thing. Every movie that I see her in, it, you just, she just draws you in. And I'd like to see if I could take, you know, steal a scene from her. <laughs> like, she's flat, cardboard with those buggy eyes. I'd have. See, to, I like her a lot. I he find doesn't not, like her, but I, I like And her. that movie they were in was hideous. Uh, that he, was supposed to be a music. He didn't like La La, 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 La Land. Land. Right. La La Land. It was a piece of junk. It was so badly done. They're trying to bring a musical, and you know, I'm from the musical era, the 1940s and 50s, and I know musicals. When MGM did a musical, it was a musical with talented dancers and singers. And that jerk that was Halid, he couldn't sing a note or dance a step. And everybody was, was it a musical they, or was it a nod to musicals? Was it a this is when you know it, it's kind of a nod to when time the times that you're talking it about? Was, it, it was, seems like it was trying to do that. Wait, actually. it was a hype. Yeah. It was a great hype machine. I lived in California for years, and I remember going to parties. And if there was a movie that they were pushing, they wanted everybody to vote for at the Academy, they would send people out. You know that. They pay them, and they go to parties, and they say, oh, you've got to vote for La La Land. Everybody is. It's fat. And they go all over town. And everybody in Hollywood's a little stupid, as you know. They all follow the leader. If one wears, you know, a jock strap with sequins, they all wear a jock strap with sequins. Right. That's Hollywood. Nope. Everybody's afraid to be an individual. Just like they all hate Trump because everybody said hate Trump. And Hollywood said, oh, we hate Trump. They don't even know who Trump is half of them because they're so stoned. But anyway, you know. <laughs> so La La Land had the greatest, greatest machinery. And I was seeing it and hearing it. Even in Palm Springs when we were there, they were bullshitting about it. I thought hmm. it was I 
La La Land it was, was like, it okay. Did, it did I didn't not think it was deserve, bad. It didn't deserve, I didn't think it was like the best movie of the year. I thought there was a million movies that and, were better, Emma, but I didn't think it was bad. But and, I love Emma Stone. I no, think Emma, Emma Stone, Stone is, cool. is a stone. She's well, a like homely her. woman. She's not attractive. And I mean, she's you. okay. Well, yeah, my opinion. I'm allowed. <laughs> yeah. No. He likes her. Would she, that be your love interest too? Like Emma Stone would be someone you would want to have as your like love interest, or would you go I, a little hotter? I think she'd be a little. She'd be, she'd be a little young, and maybe um, you know, maybe not the most age appropriate. Maybe in Hollywood it would be, but no. Isn't she like thirty? Isn't she? She's probably. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. She's not 50. Hold on. We're going to look up and no. see because maybe I'm wrong. I thought she was like older. But... You know who she reminds me? you're not very old. You know you who she old? reminds me of? Hillary Clinton. Maybe that's why they voted for her because people. Re she reminded people of Hillary Clinton. She looked like Hillary. Hang on. We're going to find out how old she is. Maybe I'm... Oh, no. She's only 28. I I'm wrong. Uh, she's still young. Okay, hold Poverina. on. She's only 28. Mamma mia. What is she going to be 40? She's going to look like shit. No, she's not. Anyway, Emma hold Stone, on, if ever on. I meet you, I'll love you to death like all the other Oh, so your, your IMDb doesn't tell us how old you are. Oh, it doesn't? That's good. Because <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> you look young. I mean, so like if you thought she was at 28, if you thought she was like young, then uh, uh, I guess you could go back on your IMDb and look. You don't look a day over 30. You look 28, yeah, you look 29. Young. You, 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 you know, you look oh, younger bless than you. No, you look younger than her. If it's the lighting look, that we talked about at the top of it. <laughs> he was 29, though, because his first film was in 2001. Oh, well, so he's... No, 2007. So he's no, in 2001. His, he's stunt, in his late 30s. Stunts. He's about 38, 39. I, I, I wish I could give you a number. I've just been lying no, no, about it for so long that I forgot no, myself. No, no, so. <laughs> I, I wish IMDb... I, I wish that I... You know, we don't... I, we hear if you live in California, like, there's a way to, like, not put your age on there. But if you live someplace else, IMDb makes you put your age. Oh, really? I yeah. Really, okay. Somebody I, told I us that. It did it for a couple people that I know. And, um... And it just, just, you know, like it hurt their career a little bit. Oh, More not, so for females, I would find. Yeah, females after 40, they shoot themselves. I put my age up deliberately because I wanted them to see that I look good for 77 soon and I can act and I still can talk. Also, God has <clears> told <throat> us that she's Puerto Rican, just so you know. God oh, no wonder oh. I love her. Mira. Oh, my little chocha. I love my Robert goddess. De Niro's mother is Jewish. Somebody said. No wonder I love you, goddess, because you know Puerto Rican, people, Puerto Rican people again have such a heart. They are so full of. Brrr. You know, you go to their house, they're crazy. You go to their parties, it's like wild. They always cha cha. The music is gone. The food is out there. They're they're happy go lucky people. Love Puerto Ricans. That's why I love you, goddess. Because she's a Puerto Rican. I figured that she looked Puerto. What are pretty? Yes, they are. You should, of, like most Latinas are are very pretty and they have no, that, no, that no, heat. No, 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 no. Not Some all of them. No, no, no. If they come from Ecuador, what they they look like um they look like Mayan, right? Indian. Some of the some of the Hispanics down in California, they're like two feet high, and they look like either ET with Ammonites or just. Whatever Peruvian, I don't know what the fuck they are, but they don't look like Spanish people. No. Well, I, I don't, don't either. Like for the longest time, living in Los Angeles, I can walk into a store and people will speak half, you know, broken English to me and not Spanish because they don't. What six foot two, three hundred and forty pounds? You know, they think, you know, I'm Hawaiian. They think I'm Samoan, which was. You know the bread and butter at the beginning of my career because yeah, there is some Polynesian in look, my family. Are you six Samoan. foot two? I'm six foot two. 
holy shit, yeah. you're like huge. Uh, uh, yeah, you that's could, really you, big. Wait, like, you that's... you could look Samoan, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. and I, I, I used to have like a Fu Manchu and a long ponytail. <laughs> you know, yeah, some of your clips have that. My daughter yeah. did. My daughter Deirdre was engaged to Brian, whose family came from Costa Rica. Right. She and he lived together in California, and he would get so upset when they thought he was Mexican because his last name was Gutierrez. Right. And he got so upset about it, and I said, "What? What's upsetting you?" He said, "They're the lowest form of Hispanic. I'm from Colombia, and I don't want to be thought of as Mexican." I said to my daughter, "Get rid of this fucking idiot." Yeah. And he, and a schmuck is this? I you mean, know, that's like saying I'm not Sicilian. I, I, I'm from the north of Italy. Right. So being Sicilian would be like In Italy, insulting? If oh, yes. If, if you tell somebody from Genoa you're Sicilian, they smack you. Or you get like the lowest form of shit. Oh, really? They, they say Sicilians aren't even Italian. They, they, Northern Italy refuses to believe that Sicily is part of Italy. It's that's you so know it's the same way. They're kicking them. Is that like the, the, the little? <laughs> that's, right. that's right. That's exactly right. Get out of here, you the guys. That, that's what they say. The boot is kicking Sicily away. You know, in Germany, the same thing. They have the north and the south. Every country has its high and its low. Even America, we have shit in this country, and we have sublime people, and we have really crappy people in parts of. Yeah, that's that's what it that's that's so, why wait, the world goes around. So I want to go back. So go back to how I met your mother. Did you have to go into audition or did you audition at home? I went into audition. Uh, yeah, went into audition in that. In that, there was a whole bunch of people going going in for it. And I think it was three auditions later. We, uh, you know, we were playing. And, and how is is Neil Patrick? Because you know he's kind of like. In the gay world, Neil Patrick Harris is like an icon because he's like basically the most famous out gay actor practically that there is, just about, except for a few new people who are starting to come out now. But back in the day when he came out, you know, it was a huge thing. And, uh, and he's really nice. Like he tweets with me and stuff. Like he's a really nice guy on Twitter. Was he nice in real life? He was, he was really nice. Like all, like the scenes were mostly with him. And yeah. he, he was, he was awesome. You know, he was awesome to talk to in between takes. And he was like, he was really nice guy. And, you know, he's like, he's a star because, you know, he's, he's a good actor. He plays and he's got that personality too, right? He also plays like one of the best known womanizers or, you know, like hound dogs being, you know, a gay guy, which is amazing for him. It's like, that goes to show you this guy's like his personality and the way that, and his acting stuff is like, that's what makes him a star. When you put him on. On, on to host shows, you know, it's not all his acting. That's 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 him. That's him coming out, and it's like. Well, just, I, I, when he was in Gone Girl, like he was convincing in Gone Girl when she right. slices him up with Ben Affleck. And I don't know, did you ever see Gone Girl? I did not see it. No. Oh, okay. Well, he gets killed in Gone Girl. <laughs> but spoiler after, alert. <laughs> as, he, as he as he's screwing the hot chick in it, you know, like he gets killed, she kills him, and uh, right. and but he's very convincing, and and I also think it's really cool because he's someone who was a child star, and so so often, you know, the child stars don't make it to be adult stars because of whatever reasons happen and the fact that he made the transition from a child star to such a huge you know adult star i think is really cool and i'm just happy that he's not it's always nice when you hear the people that you think are really cool are really nice yeah i mean but you know what he, he was nice to me but i'm gonna you know give you a warning with that um people that have been known not to be nice have been nice to me uh, I don't know why it is. I mean, I don't know if it's six foot two, three hundred and fifty pounds. I mean, even Steven Seagal was nice with me, and people have said that he's not a nice. But he was amazing to me, and I can't, 
I can't judge anybody by how, you know, other than how they treat me. Right. Absolutely. I can tell you from my own personal experiences, and I've been around, Jimmy, how many celebrity movie stars? I mean, do, forget about it. My resume goes on and on. Funny people. I've always been a wise guy and funny. And that's why I've been liked even by Faye Dunaway. And that bitch hates right. everybody. Right. If you are funny, they will like you and they will embrace you and they will get a kick out of you because by being funny, you relax them. You right. Okay, the I see that. But if you're intense and you go over to Faye Dunaway and you say, hey, Faye, in the scene we're in, she'll smack you and say, I'm Miss Dunaway. But if you do a joke and say, Miss Dunaway, I'm a mess in this scene, I, don't, I make a joke, then she's going right. to come to you. That's why people like you. Yeah, drop your guard. Fella. You're a jolly fella. I knew right off I liked you. The minute you came on the show, I knew you were going to be a good interview because you're friendly and you're jolly and you're nice. That's you why. Thought, you, you saw uh, Christmas was coming early. <laughs> well, you know, I should be quite frank with you. I had no idea who you were. I don't research any of the guests because I want spontaneity. Right. I don't do what Jimmy does, research and read, because that to me is very um, like... Somebody you know, has to though, know yeah, what to talk know, about. Yeah, I know, but uh, see, <laughs> right. my, my show was called Set the Record Straight, and I told celebrities, set the record straight. What's been said about you, that's not true. Let's change it now. So I like being spontaneous. Spontaneous. spontaneous and I like not researching, because then it becomes rehearsed. So I find out about my guests. I ask crazy questions, and I find out... That gives me meat to play with, to give jokes back. Which is great. I mean, we have people who come on that win Emmys and win Golden Globes. I say, Globes who are and, you? What do you and do? And he has no idea who they are. Because if they're not in his Turner Classic movie. No, I'm 100 years you know, old. Age, he doesn't know because he he's a little bit older than that. You know, I'm from the days. Well, you, you get the best of both worlds there. Absolutely. You know, you're talking from the, to the actor. You're talking to the person. And that's then, right. You know, between the TV guys, you get like the full picture of. And that's you know, what people like. That's I can why name I can in. name you every movie star in the 1930s, 40s, and 50s. The movies they made, their names, everything. But the today people, the names, fuck it. I can't even pronounce half their names. <laughs> <laughs> names are so fucked up. It's amazing. It's like Asha Usha Ula Pupa Papa. I mean, who the hell are you? I like like you know Marie Wilson. That was a nice name. <laughs> Right. How did you forget Marie Wilson or Actually, screw He didn't up have any it? trouble with you, though. Well, we have to start to wrap only this. Because, only because I speak Italian fluently. Yeah, and I have helps. My sound is the same, you know. So listen up, everybody. This is Pedro. I don't me. say Pedro. I don't hear. Yeah, I Pedro. say Pedro because I'm, I'm a total like wasp. What can I tell no, you? So name, we have Pedro, Pedro Miguel. Pedro Miguel Arce. You uh, guys. Arce. Arce. You guys got to follow him on Twitter. He does his own Twitter. But you really got to go to funwithpedro.com. Do you update, update that a pretty lot? I do. Every, like, every once in a while when there's something new to put up there, I, I do. And I, I should be on it a little more. But I, I do at least a few times a year. You guys like really got to gotta check this website out. Like, I mean, if you were going to like wanted to find if you were like in entertainment and you wanted to find a cool website to totally like copy because it's so cool. This is the one you want to copy. And I've seen a lot of websites. So check this one out. It's funwithpedro.com. Um, we want to wish you well this weekend for first round down. I'm sure you're thank going. Thank you. Thank you. I and, am. Uh, we hope it's I am. successful. And anytime you have anything to promote, just like tweet me or send me an email, and we'll bring you back on because you're you're a true gent, dude. We had a really yeah, awesome, awesome. I had an back. amazing time with you guys. No, thank you. You're, you're definitely coming back. Definitely. No you, just, you just say why, and I'm there. You're, Absolutely. You're on, I, I want you to come back when you do something really exciting. 
Actually, tell us. We're I want to hear Springs, good stuff. So from when you're you. in LA, we'll have you come over because we're going to do like a big Jimmy Star Show guest uh, dinner, and we'll have you come over, and maybe we can even like hook you up with some sweet putang. Nice, nice. Okay, I'm down. <laughs> we'll find some single hot ladies to come on over, and and you can like hook it up. Nice, Jimmy. Done Putang. and done. I mean, really, Jimmy? Putang coming from you? I know it's not very convincing. That's just dope. <laughs> so, Pedro, thank you so I mean, much. Bicho would be more like it. <laughs> Pedro, thank you so much, dude. We had a really good time. Good luck with everything. You guys, Keep us that. posted. Thank you. What's going on? All right. We'll do. Bye, we'll do. Thank, thank you very much. Bye, guys. Bye, bye. What a sweet guy. What a Chad, nice wasn't that guy, guy. cool? Very nice cool. Guy. Very cool. No doubt. I was like guess. one of my favorite guests in a long time because all he jolly was and laughing. He what was, a nice guy! So, he just, you know, he got me out of a shitty mood because Jimmy tortured me all day. That's right. So we got to do a couple of quick uh, commercially things. Number one, you guys, uh, make sure you tune into the. Thank you for tuning in, first of all. And uh, I don't know if he has a Facebook page or not, you guys. Uh, I just know him on Pedro Miguel Arce on Twitter, and. Um, uh, he had a really good time. I think we had a good time. But you can hear us, and we want to thank everybody for tuning in every Wednesday from 3 to 4.50 p.m. live on W4CY with the talented Chad Murphy. Oh, yeah. yeah. You can also hear us on Hamilton Radio in New Jersey on Thursday nights, K4HG Radio in L.A., Jackalope Radio in St. Louis, Monster FM Radio on Sundays in New York. We're on iHeartRadio, Stitcher, SoundCloud, iTunes, Audio Boom, Podomatic, Apple TV, Spreaker, and for television, you can see us on Roku, Vimeo, and YouTube. Yay! What are you doing? Okay, Genesis is the only thing I use on my skin now. My skin is like, um, I like feels like rubber, baby's fat. I don't know what it feels like, but it's soft. My skin is so soft, and it's puffier, and it's better. I don't know what I'm talking about, and they keep yelling at me. So I'm going to say to you, go on your laptop and look up Danae Montague King. I don't even know his, his address or whatever it's called. I haven't written down something. But go there. Learn. Educate, because he's got all kinds of film and stuff. Go to DanaeMKing.com. D-A-N-N-E-M-K-I-N-G.com. And listen to me. I don't lie. This stuff is fabulous and smells good too. You know, a lot of these creams smell like shit, but this one I can't even open it. Wait a minute, here we go. Smell. Oh, smell that. Let's just say put this around my pecker. <laughs> and I really don't, but you could. We make your pecker softer and prettier. But anyway, I love it. I don't it. want it to be softer. <laughs> no. I, it's called and it's called Transgenesis. I don't even know if it's out yet. I think it's new. They're going to have to find out when you go on Danae's, Montague King's website. And if you like what he's got, order it. Because I'm not lying, folks. I don't need to do this. I'm not getting paid. Really? Sarju is laughing. So you guys want to make sure you're following some of the cool people in the chat room on Twitter. Follow <laughs> at Zardru, at Hope2259. I, I don't know Tristan's by name. I have to plug in Tristan to do it. It's at Zia, Miss Green something, but I'm sorry. I don't know what that one actually is. I thought that Tristan had a crush on Aaron. And an Irish but, ginger. But official. Tristan keeps saying he's straight. Tristan is straight. He he's in love with uh, the nearly dead chick from the No, I thought Dead's. he was in love with Aaron. Oh, and goddess, you guys. Goddess. Goddess is at underscore goddess one one one. And um, Chad, let's let's do a quick music break, Chad, because we haven't played any music lately. Roger. Eh. Are you there, Chad? Oops, hey, sorry. There. I said Roger.
Okay, let's do Euphoria by slightly left of center, and then when we come back, we'll call our uh, uh, we'll call our next guest. Let's do it. Alright, so everybody, this is Slightly Left to Center. The new single's called Euphoria. They're an Australian band, they're really great, and the song's available everywhere, and hope you like it. So that's slightly left of center. 
And uh, the name of the song is Euphoria. And uh, when I was telling everybody to follow people in the chat room, Tristan is at via v i a underscore m i s s j e a n e forty four. So follow her. She's the lead singer of the Nearly Deads. That's one of Tristan's favorite bands. It's a great band, and we're gonna probably have them on the show sometime uh, this summer, maybe. And I also want to give a shout out in the chat room to Naomi. She's new to the chat room, and I saw her tweeting. I mean, writing little things back and forth, but I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't sure uh, who she was, but um, but we want to welcome her. I think she's a friend of mine on Facebook. I have a Naomi who's a friend. Anyway, folkies, coming up this weekend is going to be very exciting. Um, We are going ghost hunting again on Saturday. We're going to Gravity Hill. Not, no, not. I'm sorry, Gravity Road. It is not a hill. Totally level. Scientists have gone there for years. Everybody's gone there. They said there's no hill. There's no reason why. You go there, put your car on the road, get out of the car, and the car rolls. It goes. Okay. Legend is a little girl was in a school bus and was killed when a car hit the school bus. And she died right at I that I think it's everybody died, I think. Well, whoever, whatever, one person, you know, we'll find out how many are there. Anyway, um, what she does is she pushes your car out of harm's way, and that's why your car rolls. They have put talcum powder on the trunk of cars, and as it rolled, they found little handprints, okay? This has all been documented as fact. So, the whole crew, like the people that went to the crazy house, the asylum, last time, We're getting together, and we're going there to see if we could contact whoever is there that's pushing the car. It will be, of course, the whole crew. Give me her name again. I can't. We're going to do it with Kudrolsha Ona. She's got to change her name, the Kudrolsha. I have such difficulty with it. I'm going to call it Caddy or or Conti or something. I got to call it something like that. Anyway, Kudrolsha. Kudrolsha. The Queen of the Paranormal, Kudrolsha. Kudrolsha. What a kind of name, Kudrolsha. I mean, why? Why? It's not necessary. Keep going, though. We have to call our next guest. Right. Kudrolsha is going to be there with, what's her name? Eileen Shapiro. No, the other one. I don't know if she's coming. Oh, you don't know? Okay. Eileen Shapiro, the uh, Huffington Post reporter, and Aaron, outrageous Aaron, the singer. Aaron, Paul, you guys, we had him on the show yeah, last week. and then we've also invited Jason fin- Finney. Finney, yes. Finney and his girlfriend. Amy. Amy and Jimmy and I. And we're doing a big luncheon at my house or our house on the patio. Very fancy, you know. And uh, then we go off. But in the evening, we're going someplace else that we can't tell you about. But we will after we film there. That's supposedly really spooky and really. And we went to Aaron Paul's uh, album single release well, party. I know we have goes. to go though because we got we got to go. Oh, he'll hold on. Uh, we, anyway, we went to Aaron Paul's thing for whatever it was. What was it for? Uh, Every life matters. The Every, single. Yeah, and we had a great time. It was at the Stonewall Inn the Greenwich Village bar, the gay bar that caused uh, the freedom of gay people with the riot. And it's been a very eventful time. So we're busy, busy, busy. Now what? What do you we're want to do? Call, we're going to call us. Uh, we're going to, we're going to call the next guest. Chad, you ready? Hi, Captain. All right, everybody. Now we're going to call Mark Hoadley, who's a stuntman, actor, screenwriter, producer, 
He's also like a martial arts, like big time martial arts, like person, which we never had a martial arts person on before. So it'll be something new. Even though the last guy we just had on is a martial, does martial is, arts is and movies. Is that him live or a picture? No, that's that's not even him yet. That's his picture. There's, oh, because this is going to be him live. I hope he's got better lighting. Hello, hello, hello. How you doing? Oh, well, there you guys are. Now I can see you. Look at all the guitars. Nice. Where? Where? What? SG. <laughs> that, that, that's what I was going to say. You stole my line, you and punk. And look at how white his teeth are. I know they're fake. <laughs> oh, they're not fake. Look at this. <laughs> so, Mark, how do I pronounce your last name? It's Hoadley. Hoadley. Jimmy. Yeah, I, it's like Toadley, Hoadley. There you go. You have to enunciate. You have to break it down. See? Hoadley. I just want to make sure because when I'm doing Didn't the they, announcement. When I went to school with Lincoln back then, <laughs> they used to say to us, <laughs> no, they would say, do the vowels. If a name is like. Pacarasi, you know, you do it. You you word it out. Didn't they teach you that in Florida? Florida's got their worst schools. It is not. I just want to make sure because, like, you know, we do an intro, and the intro goes up for our television channel and YouTube yeah, and everything. You and gotta be and an if idiot. I say it wrong, idiot not to pronounce it. It doesn't name make any right. difference. Sometimes people have a name. Is your name mispronounced much? Uh, I was doing a show at the uh, comedy store on Sunset Boulevard recently in the big room, completely packed. And they're introducing me as Welcome Mark Hadley to the stage. <laughs> well, that was a fucking idiot. <laughs> he was a fucking idiot. <laughs> I mean, you know, no, meanwhile, Jimmy graduated third in his class. Sixth. Sixth in his class. I went to school in New York. All right, you don't graduate sixth in your class in New York unless you're a genius. If I graduated I in Florida, <laughs> I would have probably graduated first in my class. No. Anyway, all right, so we're going to get some get ready to run. and I ball. are married, so we're allowed to do this. Yeah, we bicker all the time. You'll get used to it. Yeah, uh, just... I got it. I know how it is. Don't worry, guys. <laughs> just fight back and forth. All right, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the fabulously talented actor, stuntman, screenwriter, and producer, and martial arts Hall of Fame member, Mark Hoadley. Hello, and welcome to the show. Hello, guys. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. How are you today? Fantastic. Let me introduce you to everybody, starting off with our cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Hi, Mark Hadley. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Ron, but I won't say what you call the other guy. <laughs> you can call me Ron Bustle. <laughs> <laughs> We're kidding around, folks, about his last name because Jimmy had difficulty with it. And now that we've straightened that out, we can proceed. There you go. We've and got we also talked about his beautiful teeth. And his guitars. And his guitars that so aren't there. So we've got the man behind the boards, Chad Murphy. Welcome to the show. I do love the Gibsons back there, no doubt. Well, thank you, Chad. I got a 1960 Les Paul hanging, a 1979 Gibson SG Firebrand Deluxe up there. Like that SG. He's a country uh, music Yeah, star. Chad's a guitar player. I like, I like rock and roll, too, and Neil Diamond, so put that all together. Yeah, and say hi to everybody in the chat room, because the chat room, everybody's talking about the guitars. They all love them. And if you're wow. lucky, if you're lucky, we'll get Chad to play the guitar now, and he could sing <laughs> his famous hit. Oh, McDonald, how that bomb. Thanks, Ron. And then every now and then he does this. Drang, had some cows. Drang, E-I-E-I-O. Drang, drang, drang. He does three drang. So wait a sec. Why do you have, like, are you also a musician? Or do you just like Yes, I've been a guitarist for 35 years. Okay, so you're a, have you ever released anything? Music, no. Okay, it's like a hobby for fun. 
Well, I used to play in bands, but now I do. You know, I'm a, a film actor, television actor, writer, stand-up comedian, house builder. So I, I'm limited time now. My, my condolences to you. Yeah. <laughs> you're one of me, one of me people. Actually, you're one of me people, too. No, you're not a film actor, Jimmy. Yes, I am. What, you made three little extra movies. No, you never were in the big films. That's not true. Were you were you on Charlie's too. Angels or no, McMillan and I wasn't in the films I was in. I wasn't an extra. I actually spoke. <laughs> so did I. What what, what film you? Spoke? Those were independents. I was on television. It doesn't matter if it's an independent film. You still speak. No, You're, those, he does those, independent films. No, those it's those kind of independents that never went anywhere. Some jerk had a couple of bucks and said, "I'm going to be a producer." Yeah, <laughs> and made and made some piece that's of what, shit. That's what a lot of the independent films are. I know people out here in Los Angeles have made little movies for ten thousand bucks. So absolutely. Well, that's what we talked about earlier. Was what a, a Peter Coyote is doing now? Have you heard? I uh, yeah. About I, the, I heard why that. should the big ones get eighteen million and us guys get guts? As we say in Italian, nothing. Yeah. I agree with that. I mean, it's not balance. What what makes them any better? Big deal. So they could they could bring in tickets. So what? Studios behind a lot of them, you know, which is, there it goes. And then you get into the indie and you got a a punch, scrap, and scrape your way up. Actually. Well, you know, when Peter Coyote gets 10,000 bucks for a film, it's pretty sad. Yeah. Peter's got quite a record and I love him and he's a brilliant actor. He is. He is. He did a movie I love. Oh, Peter's fabulous. I mean, it's sad that he had to come up with this. And now the union, you know, we that are in the union, we should now side with them and say, yes, you know, I, I mean, when they offer me a contract to, to be a lead with Angelina Jolie, I'm going to turn them down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you're actually, okay, so we have had a lot of people who do the whole stuntman thing, and actually we just had Pedro Miguel Arce on, who is actually like a karate guy, like has made all kinds of movies where he's like the, like beats people up, even he's like six foot Real, he's real a big nice heavy set guy. guy but a really nice guy with some great film credits but we've never actually any, had anybody on who's actually like recognized in the world by being in the uh martial arts hall of fame before and i love martial arts movies and i want to talk about that a little bit but but uh you were a martial artist first and then you decided to do movies is that how you made your transition or how did you go from like being a martial arts guy to going into film well i was uh born and raised in a little village in ohio and I grew up watching uh, the Kung Fu series, David Carradine, and of course, Bruce Lee. And from that moment on, I knew that I wanted to learn Kung Fu. And however, in that little uh, dot on the map, it's only a thousand people in this village. There was nowhere around I could do so. But I did get a spot, a part in the movie Brubaker. They filmed at 20 miles from my home in Ohio. I remember so I jumped on my motorcycle. Who's in Brubaker? Yeah, Robert Redford. Robert, I jumped on, that's right. Jumped on my motorcycle, uh, tent, backpack, sleeping bag, 600 bucks, and a guitar strapped to the side. Rode to Los Angeles, uh, got my uh, first place here, and then uh, started in the 80s uh, in martial arts, the, you know, 1984, somewhere around there. And then uh, simultaneously out trying to get in movies, and they just happened to fall on the same time. I love it. So what was your big break, and how'd you get there? There's been no big question, break. But it's answer, a fighting, 
fighting my way to the top. It's just audition, audition, audition. And then, yeah. of course, you, you have a lot of tools in your entertainment chest. That's why I've added stand-up comedy. And, of course, you know, I, I'll work as a stunt coordinator. I don't really like to unless I have a part in the film, you know. And uh, I don't do a lot of falls, you know, out of buildings or things like that as a stuntman. It's primarily fighting. Uh, martial arts uh, coordinating and martial arts uh, combat. I actually met David Carradine. Is it, it's David Carradine, right? Or is there a Keith Carradine? There's a David. Carradine. Keith, Keith and a David. David. Which one was Kung Fu? Keith. David. Oh, David. David. Yeah. Okay. So I met him before he died. Probably like about five years before he died. Well, he's the one that asphyxiated himself while yeah. masturbating. Yeah. What a way yeah. to go. And I went to. And he's uh, in Thailand. I actually though I went to a party with him and he was actually like a really like nice guy. That was like. Before I had done any of this stuff, so I didn't know a lot of famous people. So the fact that I like got to go and like talk to him, I was all excited and everything. And I think that nowadays you have such great, you know, people like that you need to get into films with, like, um, like, like Ron. Ron really likes, and he he doesn't even like fighting films. Okay, Ron doesn't really like fighting films, but he likes Jason Statham a lot. Statham, I don't know how you pronounce his last. How do you pronounce his last name? Statham. Statham, okay, he loves yeah, Jason Statham. Statham, so he'll go see anything that Jason Statham is in because he I'd thinks leave, he's hot. I'd leave you for Jason, because <laughs> Ron thinks he's like super hot he too. He's the he's... sexiest guy I've ever seen. He is so sexy, and he's really not that great looking, but there's something about him. You know that magic chemistry that so many actors of of, of years ago had. I mean, Clark Abel, Cary Grant, they had certain sex appeal, but then there were people like Robert uh, Young. Who also had a sex appeal, but it wasn't. How do you consider yourself? What kind of sex appeal are you? I think I cover, you know, I've played leading man things, but I've also uh, covered, you know, where I go in, the gruff is all grown out, and my facial expressions mean, and I play the bad guy. So How tall are you? So, are you really tall? So you never want no. to. No. I, am, I am actually short. I'm 5'10". That's not really short. Well, by, that today's average, standards, by today's standards, yeah. I mean, five uh, ten. Everybody's seven foot three today. So, uh, if you were like, <laughs> like, what are what are like name like three of the, your favorite like uh, karate films type films that that are like the ones that you like the best? Oh, I would say number one, Enter the Dragon. Okay. Uh, number two. Uh, would have to be another Bruce Lee film called The Game of Death. I, I really enjoy that. And uh, number three, that would come up into, there's a lot, of, uh, a lot of films that would maybe tie on number three. But uh, then again, I, I do like some of the uh, Jason Statham films. I, I really like him as an actor, and he does have that aura about him. And I'll, I'll tell you that. Uh, but I, on my third one, I, I probably have to put a little thought into that because I, I there's so many that are equivalent. I see. I think I, I, I like the cheesy ones. I think, and so because um, my favorite one out of all of them, and it's not like a karate fight film, but like I love Best of the Best, but only the first one. The first one yeah. where they like fight the, the Olympic teams or whatever, and they fight or whatever. Like to me, that's like an awesome movie. I've seen it like 150 times, probably literally. Now this is going to sound stupid, but I enjoy the choreography, but not the actual. If it were really hurting people, I wouldn't like it. But I do enjoy the choreography, and I know how long it takes for you guys to figure out the moves, to learn the moves, so that you don't hurt each other. And I think that's where the beauty of the film is. 
not necessarily see i would like young people to know the violence like that doesn't work you shouldn't do that you shouldn't go to a karate class so you could beat up the kid in school that's not what they actually teach anyway though right? no but a lot of kids today they say i've heard them saying fuck you i'm a black belt you know i'm gonna get you or whatever <laughs> and that's not what karate is karate is a dance a beautiful dance when done well. And the film that I appreciated, I don't know what it's called, but it's the girl. That weird girl that jumps all over and flies around and does all kinds of wonderful things. She's an Asian girl. I don't know, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon? That, that's the one. The, <laughs> I didn't see that, so. The, the well, if we could add a comedy, a comedy martial arts film in, I would think uh, I would put Kung Pao. It's oh, that's a funny Asian. movie. It's funny. My buddy Steve Odekirk made it and, and uh, directed it, and they're going to make a sequel now. Sony finally gave a green light. But I would say that comedic martial arts film would have to be my, my third. And, and it's also very delicious, Kung Pao. Did you, wait, wait, did, did, you, did you ever see Best of the Best? Do you know what film it yes. is? Okay. Yeah, I, that's with uh, um, Eric, Eric Roberts. Roberts, is it not? Yeah, Eric, I love that movie. Now, you're a jolly, friendly guy, too, in a good interview. Is this how you are all the time? Yeah, on set. This is me. So, I brought up a point with our other guest. He said that uh, people are very nice to him, big stars. Um, I did a film with Sophia Loren in 1959, and we were told not to disturb her, not to go near Tea Punto or any of the major stars. And I, of course, don't listen to anybody. So I speak, <laughs> I speak Italian. Sophia was 26 years old. I was 19. Her English was bad. So I went over and started speaking Italian to her, and she enjoyed it. And I sat in George Sanders' chair <laughs> talking to Sophia Loren, excuse me. And they came over and they said, you know, you can't do this. You, you, you're going to get thrown off the picture. And she said, oh, no, 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 let him stay. And I stayed. So I did three days. We, we shot Grand Central Station, Central Park, and Long Beach, Long Island. And I stayed talking to her. And it was wonderful. But I felt bad for the rest of the crew cast because couldn't do it. They had to stay in their little area. And Barbara Nichols was in the film. And she didn't care for that either because all the boys, mostly gay guys, were you know playing soldiers and sailors. Barbara was fabulous. Barbara Nichols loved the boys, loved gay boys. And in fact, one thing is funny. We all had to use the public bathroom at Long Beach. And I said to one of the crew guys, I said, how come when Tab Hunter goes into the men's room, nobody's allowed to go there? He said, because if we let the guys in, he'd never come out. <laughs> now, Tab is openly gay, and I interviewed yeah. him, and he's also become a friend of mine, so I'm allowed to say that. Tab won't mind. So hold on. I want to go back to the, I want to go back to the karate thing a little bit, because everybody in the chat, first of all, everybody in the chat room is picking, like, loves Bruce Lee stuff. They're saying Fist of Fury. I don't know. They're, like, writing a bunch of things. So, so what do you think, then, about Jean-Claude Van Damme? Because I also like Bloodsport and Kickboxer. <laughs> I forgot about Bloodsport, but uh, it, uh, it, it's a good movie. Uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme, when he first came on the scene, was making some really entertaining movies, Bloodsport being one of them. And uh, I thought he would go much further in the A-listers uh, than he did initially. But uh, I like Jean-Claude, and, and I'm rooting for him on you know many great comebacks. Oh, I think it would be cool if he came back too, but I think that he doesn't. I think Jason Statham kind of like ruined it for everybody, actually. No, no, no. Jason, you know, I never liked those seven movies. I never would watch them because they were so violent. 
what do they call it? Furious. Oh, Fast and Furious. Fast and Furious. I went with Jimmy a couple of weeks ago to see the latest one. Crazy about it. I love that film so much because he can do karate. But not, what does he do? Karate? What he, oh, that, I don't know. What, I don't when, know the when difference. When he flies around and kicks everybody and, and the things that they do, I think is just wonderful coordination. And, That's what and, I was saying, though, is I think Jason like has wrecked it for a lot of Jason those other people. Jason is fabulous. Because he's, he's, he's actu- what do you think? He's a good actor also. He said he liked him. No, what do you think of Jason's moves, the way he kicks people and turns around and gets a, a frying pan and hits the guy and then kicks the other guy and then stabs the other guy and then shoots the guy with his own gun? I mean, I think it's <laughs> clever choreography, and whoever composes that is truly genius because it doesn't look corny or stupid. It looks good. It's entertaining. Absolutely, and it is clever choreography, but it all starts with the writer. Okay. You mean the writer writes those moves? Absolutely. A a writer. I I write screenplays as well. And I'll sit down. Write those moves? Well, I don't write every move, but I'll do a layout of exactly the type of fight scene I want to make or I want to do. And then I go in or have other people come in and, and go from that initial template of of the fight scene of course someone who's um seasoned as a a stunt guy and a martial arts fighter they're going to be able to use their own flavor but still fall right in what do you call the moves like turn around with your left foot kick him in the face and then hit him with a frying pan i mean you actually detail every piece of that work well, on something like the frying pan issue, yeah, it would have to be in there because they're just not going to think, uh, the director, hey, someone go get me a frying pan so we could use it in the scene. It all has to be uh, on paper. You know what the scene entails. You know what you're going to be utilizing in that scene. And then you just do different blocking. Uh, you know. But who teaches you the moves? The actual well, usually moves. They'll, have, they'll have the stunt man and then the stunt coordinator. Which is what he does. Yeah. Okay, I got it. Yeah. So, so this. So, so that's an interesting job you have. I would love to do that if I were younger and more nimble. You know, I would love to do that. As a, a st- I love the dance of the coordination of those fights. I think they're fabulous. So listen up too, everybody. If you want to follow Mark's on Twitter, which you got to follow me on Twitter. I just found you yesterday. But he's mo- at Mark of the Cobra on Twitter, and his website is markofthecobra.com. And I believe Mark of the Cobra is like a film you're working on. Is that correct? Yeah, it's uh, just coming out of development. Actually, it uh, we were ready to go on it. I had my investor lined up. I made a couple offers uh, to uh, some real well-known actors. Two weeks later, my investor passed away. Oh, wow. So, yeah. I, had, I know what that's like because I've had a film all ready to go with everybody yeah. signed up, and then at the last second, I got the, the wind pulled out from under You know, I didn't too. check my phone, so I must have missed your phone call. <laughs> when you wanted some major stars. <laughs> yeah, that you know what? It, it happens sometimes. You know, the calls just don't go through. I don't know why. I don't know either. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have a movie coming up, I, which I cannot discuss, but I have a film coming up. And they're actually, it's a, it's a very good friend of ours who's a big, big, big film person. He's got a hit out right now. And he said he's going to write a piece for me to put me in the film. That's so, awesome. Well, I think I'm going to play an old fag ex-ballet dancer. Do you think that's typecasting? 
Well, it's not for me to say. <laughs> but you're going to be in the film, so hey. So, yeah. Hey, tell us, tell us what Mark of the Cobra, what is it actually like about? Okay, it is about the Mexican drug cartel infiltrating Los Angeles. Now, oh, wow. <laughs> it's contemporary. Now, but the head of the cartel is also a martial artist. Now, they have this lipstick lesbian Russian assassin working for the cartel. She initially wants to take over their game in Los Angeles. She steals $2 million worth of their cocaine. They put a hit out on her, kill the wrong person in front of a martial arts school. Lo and behold, whose school is it? It's mine. So I, oh, see the, go. I see the hit gone bad, and I'm pulled into it as a witness by the police, and they kidnap my ex-wife. The bad guys kidnap my ex-wife to get me to shut up, and it turns out in the end where the head of the cartel and myself used to study under the same praying mantis kung fu master in our teens. He went one way. I went. Oh, good. so you're like the you're the good one, and he's the bad one, and you didn't really give a shit about your wife anyway, so you didn't care. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, I do try to go get her and kick some ass while I'm doing you know, it. it. It's really coincidental because I'm playing a martial arts guy who owns a martial arts place, and this happens in front of my martial arts, and I'm dragged into it. And gee, that's a good how, story. How ironic <laughs> is that? I promise you, I didn't steal your story. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> so tell me, are you married, single, straight? Gay, I'm single gay. right now. Uh, I was married for 10 years. Good. But uh, we come to uh, the conclusion that we're better friends than lovers. And uh, so Plus, she she's a marital and family therapist, and oh. I could never win an argument. I was married to a therapist, too. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, and it wore off on Jimmy. The, <laughs> oh, the fighting, the arguing we do is disgusting. <laughs> he has to have it his way. And, I, and I'm, you know, I'm me. You can't change me. Like, what do they say? Old dog, new tricks? Can't teach an old dog, new yeah, tricks. Yeah, and I'm 77 next week or two weeks from In now. Two weeks. And, oh, really? uh, yeah, I'll be 77, and I'm just setting my ways. I told you, I was in the, I'm in the business 57 years. I yeah, but I thought you were bullshitting me. I, 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 you look great. I started, I started at 19 years old as a, a one-liner. Actually, three lines. That's how I got my um, uh, SAG. And uh, my brother-in-law was a movie producer, so he put me in the film, That Kind of Woman, with Sophia and Tab. And that's how it all started. Uh, it's been a very, very exciting career. I have no problem. No, I have no regrets. I was never one for movies because it's boring, it takes too long, and I don't remember lines. So forget about it. <laughs> I, I was a stand-up comic in drag for 45 years. I impersonated Jane Russell, who then became my dear friend for years. We're very dear friends. And uh, I loved working live. I loved the rushing from night to night, different clubs. I loved the, the making the audience laugh because I was a comic. And uh, I loved being the other person. And being a woman was exciting because I could get away with murder. And, you know, and that is so interesting that you say that because um, I have a, a group of friends. Uh, they all go to uh, a, a class, a, a comedy class. And they're all, they all dress in drag, and they do the same thing. They, they do the shows, usually at the comedy store on Sunset Boulevard in Hollywood, in drag. 
and yeah. it's uh, it's hilarious. It's a fucking it's right. great. Do you have any shows coming up? Like, how long have you been doing comedy? Uh, going up, I've been doing comedy probably. I'm relatively new to it, year and a half maybe, something like that. But, but I you're play, good. You're good. I, I play tell. shows all the time. I just did the Ice House uh, Friday last Friday night. I did the Comedy Store on Sunset a uh, week before that. I have a show coming up on the 13th in downtown Los Angeles at the Clown House. And then on uh, May 20th, I'm opening up at a martial arts hall of fame event, probably about 400 people. I'm opening up the ceremony with stand-up. There you go. No, I could see you doing stand-up because you have the energy and you have the charm and the funniness. And you can get away with murder, too. I think that you can get really um, uh, sort of down raunchy and personal with somebody and they won't be upset by it you know because you got that nice smile no no it's just his attitude and his person <laughs> and, and his body language you know you study body language when you do stand-up because a joke doesn't work if your hands are at your side you have to talk with your hands and say and he had a great big schlong and you have to do the mm, and that's absolutely what right and that's what he's got he's got the whole movement so basically, though, you started martial arts in 1984. Is that what you said earlier? That is correct. Well, so actually, I started in 72 in Ohio at a YMCA taking judo. But that was not my gig. So I picked to get it back into up the, in 80. To get into the martial arts hall of fame then from 72 to 2012, that's like 40 years. And so it took 40 years to get into the hall of fame. So it's like a really big deal that you're like in the martial arts hall of fame. It is, but I'm in three Hall of Fames, and I'm also an inductee as an honoree into the Martial Arts History Museum in Burbank, California. Way to go. See, they didn't, they didn't even send me all that information. Congratulations. I think that's really cool. Thanks. I was in the Hall of Fame once, too. Yeah, well, <laughs> what kind? <laughs> yeah, I was in the Hall of Fame, and then I went from the hall. I got into the closet, and I never got out of the closet <laughs> in the hall. So then it was for 16 years I was married to a real woman. And then I found the closet door, and I got out, and I was back in the hall. <laughs> but I was famous. I was very famous. So I if was you could, say, where'd the fame come in? <laughs> yeah, if, you could, if, if you could be in any film that's ever been made, it doesn't have to be martial arts. I mean, just any film. Like, what would be a film that if you could be in any film that you could have been in, what movie would you have liked to have been in? And number two, who would be like a, a male and female that you'd like to act opposite? I would have loved to have been in the Western Tombstone. Oh, really? Yeah. Wait a minute. Russell, I think it's Russell, Val Kilmer. Oh, Kilmer, right. I would have loved to play. Why that film? Because I always wanted to be in a Western, and I haven't had the opportunity yet. That film wasn't even good. I enjoyed it. You did? I enjoyed Val Kilmer's performance especially, and that's what I was going to touch upon. I, I really would have liked to have played that role. I liked it. I mean, so many other film, Western films that were really good. <laughs> oh, that, that was, it wasn't a really good film. You know, maybe because of Kurt Russell. I don't know what it was. Kurt Russell is just so hard to believe as a cowboy. Val Kilmer won an MTV Award, Best Male Performance and Most Desirable. I don't know if I think he's desirable. Okay, so then who are the people you would want to act against, male and female? I would love, I would love to act alongside Robert De Niro. But everybody, that's what everybody earlier said, said too. Everybody said what that. actor would not. And uh, I would also 
Uh, female, God, there's so many. You my, know, my fee, no, my female Jessica Lang. That's an actress. She is completely. Uh, she is so Total. awesome. But I, I think I would really, really like to work with Meryl Streep. No, Jessica more than Meryl. <laughs> But that's his idea. No, you I know. asked me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, but we, we have to have an argument. That's that's the, that's the whole thing. It starts it starts up, you know, benting back and forth. Now you say why Meryl and I say why Jessica. It opens a door for you. Shut up, Jimmy. I'm leading him in. <laughs> so why, don't have why all that much time though? To why lead him Ma- in. why Meryl Streep? Meryl Streep plays Meryl Streep, but different. Jessica Lang just has something about her that she's so authentic. There's no acting with Jessica. Meryl, I feel, mm, I like Meryl. So hold on. So then, okay, let's say who, who one that you could have a romantic interest with. Who's like the one that you think is like super hot that you'd like to have a romantic role with? Oh, my gosh. Oh, I wish I had that uh, question in advance because let me see. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, many. you can give us two. Uh, I would, uh, oh, my gosh. I I got to think about it. I got to think about that one. Who would you, if you were going to have sex with a woman? <laughs> I, had, I had sex with a woman for 16 years. I know you years. have. So I've got two kids. What do you think? I, I, they were born with a finger? No, I know they weren't born with a finger, but. Oh, my God. Who would I would have sex with still? I can't because it would be incestuous. Angie, uh, I mean okay. Angie, like, Angie like Voigt, Angelina Jolie is my daughter's friend. They grew up together in school, and, oh, wow. and I watched Angie grow. And those tits and those lips are real; they're really hers. Actually, Tristan says Imogen Poots, which I don't know what she looks like, and Rose Byrne. Oh, I know, you know she, who she like. I know who I'd have sex with in a minute. Clarice, what's it? Theon? How do you say her name? Oh, Charlize Theron. Charlize, Charlize Theron. Oh. Yeah, he likes her. A oh, lot. she's gorgeous. No, I, I like her as well. She would be one of my top ten. Oh, she's gorgeous. Did you see oh, her in that movie, the, the latest Seven Furious? Uh, you have to go see Furious 8 or whatever. She was so like good. The, I love the movie, and I, and I hate those kind of movies. She's so I, hot in it, though. I left the theater saying to Jimmy, I loved that movie. I can't believe it. From minute to end, I wanted more. It was the best I'm one. i have to look into that, because I haven't seen one of those, because they're just not my type of genre either. But if it's that good, I'm telling you. She makes the movie like she looks like a Grace Kelly. I mean, she brings such a beauty and class Here's the whole to thing, the film, Mark, because he hasn't seen all of them. So they stink. Um, They're all violent. The first, blood. no, no, the first one, two, the first like three of them are totally different than the rest of them. Okay, I did the costume design on the second one, but the first, second, and third one are more about speed racing and racing cars down the street, you know, type mm. racing type. This was written. Then when you get to four, five, six, seven, and eight, they've introduced like Dwayne the Rock and all these like big stars, and then it right. becomes about like stopping nuclear war and like also it becomes a much bigger different film so if you want to if you don't want to watch the car racing one then you've got to start on like four or five and and they're all really i am good. the most difficult person to entertain because i look at lighting i look at sets i look at everything directing i look at the whole picture not just the, the movie story and most of those furious is well horrible that the stop camera to make me want to vomit you know all over the place here they held the camera thank god you know, like they used to in 1940. And the script was decent. She was breathtakingly gorgeous. You couldn't wait to see her again in another scene. He was gorgeous. The whole storyline was okay, you know, but it was entertaining. But the things that they did, 
the car chases, the this, the that. The, I mean, it was amazing. I mean, like very clever. Flying the cars out of planes and all kinds of very stuff. Very clever. So. Very cleverly well, done. It's interesting that you say that because uh, initially when I watch a movie, I do the same thing. I watch it. I look at, at the, the blocking. I, I, wa I watch on the technical aspect and not just the story, but then the second time I, I go in and watch it, I leave all that out and I just, it, it just indulge myself in the story. But, no, uh, I, I could uh, never do that. It's so funny, mm -hmm. though, because from you looking at it, which we only got a minute to go, so we got to wrap up. But with you looking at it, with all the fight scenes and stuff, knowing how that actually like works and stuff, you probably look at it way different than like me because I'm just like, oh, my God, that's just really cool. <laughs> no, to yeah, me, the well, most, most important the yeah. most important person in a film is the GP. The the, DP. Who? DP. DP. And a GP is the rating. <laughs> DP. <laughs> If the DP stinks, the film stinks for me. All right, so here's what we got to do. The camera is the other actor. Remember you guys, that. Mark is on Twitter. Follow Mark on Twitter. It's at Mark of the Cobra. Check out his website, markofthecobra.com. When the film gets financed and you get rolling, come on back. We'll bring you back and we'll promote the film and the release of the film. It'll be a lot of fun. And, um, and we want to thank you for coming on the show. And we want to thank Joe Williamson for introducing us to have you come on the show. Thank You've you so much, guys. I, I really appreciate that. You could also follow me on Instagram at Beach Mantis, Mark Hoadley. And you can also uh, hit me up on Facebook at any time, Mark Hoadley, Redondo Beach. I appreciate uh, the interview, guys. And uh, thank just thanks so much. Absolutely. Have a great uh, weekend. Our pleasure, Mark Hamilton. <laughs> hey, next time you will get it right. <laughs> thanks thanks well, a lot, Mark. It, it is Mark Hammond, isn't it? <laughs> yes, yes, it's Mark Hammond. Can't you see? I was in Star Wars. Yes, right, there you right. go. Mark, thank you so much. Thank you for being you on. You, you were you were terrific. You were a lot of fun and a sweet guy. Everybody out there, watch this guy. Enjoy his work. Thanks, Mark. All right, everybody. Thanks, thanks so much. We want to Bye. thank everybody for in Chad. You're a rock star. Uh, chat room thanks everybody iris ginger tristan iris goddess um everybody. naomi czar drew all the people that are in there there's to illy everybody who's in there thanks so much for tuning in uh we got a great show next week it's going to be a lot of fun chad thank you so much you guys have a great weekend